Science Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. And today's date is February 2nd, 2023. Saints, the world is in turmoil. Most just don't realize it, but we are in that time of the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. So it's time to get out of seeing the world and look to the holy city. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Do you not hear the sound of the shofar? Heed the warning. Get right now before it's too late. Please make the choice for you should or not. If you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. The phone number, of course, is 620 620- Eight seven eight four six eight two six two zero eight seven eight four six eight two. You can always find the breaking news, updates about the Wichita Mission Church radio program archives, and all of our contact information is on our ministry hub, which is prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. We're a national satellite radio program, which is then broadcast live on the net internationally. On some independent FM stations, we have uh, four different MP3 streams, Twitch, Rumble, PhoneBridge, and we picked up by every podcaster out there. A podcast, okay, we already explained all that. <laughs> Anyways, okay, let's thank our listener base in worldwide places such as Orange, Australia, uh, Rotterdam, the Netherlands, Tomsk, Russia, and then in the USA we have Fort Worth, Texas, Modesto, California and Tampa, Florida. Hutchinson, Kansas was the largest group of listeners that listened to the podcast when it posts later tonight at branch.podomatic.com. That's branch.podomatic.com. Okay, folks. Prayer and really, yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua, all in Yeshua's name, I pray. Father, I pray ready or not goes according to your will, not our will, Father. And please give everyone out there ears and wish to hear and understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh and your Son, Yeshua, Amen, Jesus, mighty name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Now it's time for a song. In the sky, these will 
Well, and they just keep walking out and walking. Some of them have been, it's like a revolving door, you know. So there, there is no uh, uh, holding back. And so that's what America is turning into. But this is all, you know, did I, I think I mentioned to you, but let's see if you can remember. Whose money is it that's going into all these places? Whose money is it? Ours. No, I mean, whose money's paying for all these Our elections? tax dollars. No, it isn't our tax doctors. George Soros, man. Yeah, and George Soros, and Bill Gates, and all those guys. Well, no, but... But where they get their money from us? They stole it. (laughs) Okay, now, wait a minute. George Soros, man, number one, didn't steal the money. George Soros is a a businessman that that had multi-businesses all over the world. I'm not taking up for him as a good guy, but it isn't taxpayer money. Um, they, nobody gives him money. What he's doing is he's taking his money. He's the, one of the richest men in the world. He takes his money and puts it into the elections to get these corrupt individuals elected to office. And so, you know, well, it, yeah, it's a waste of taxpayer money because the people that get in there and we're paying their salaries aren't doing their job. But, you know, it is it is absolutely just that. It's it's George Soros' money, and he's and that's predominant. And, yeah, Bill Gates and other ones put in it, but the number one character in this is George Soros. Yeah. And it's a fact. Um, and so, you know, it's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Eleven U.S. cities, you know. So, anyway, moving right along, go ahead. Um. A pilot has heart attack six minutes after landing commercial airplane, and he blames one thing. Guess what that is? The vaccine. I bet that. American Airlines pilot Bob Snow, who last year suffered a heart attack minutes after landing a plane at the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, lashed out Tuesday at Federal Aviation Administration officials for imposing the vaccine mandate. During their appearance on the Fox News show, Tucker Carlson tonight, Snow said, despite vast publicity over the April incident that came after landing a plane with 200 passengers aboard, the FAA has never been in touch. Snow said, since he got home last year, I have had no contact whatsoever from anyone, either with the FAA or with the company to uh, quarry me or to investigate exactly what happened to me in regards to the cardiac arrest that I experienced while I was in flight deck. Snow said he believes the FAA was in violation of its own rules by punish, or by pushing the coronavirus vaccine on pilots while they were still under emergency use authorization, noting the pilots cannot participate in drug trials. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's getting, you know, it's, it's getting worse and worse and worse, but here you got a pilot, um, just as, he just landed it, basically what happened, he just landed his plane and he had a heart attack. And he didn't die from it, but, um, you know, wow. Let's go it happened while he was flying, he'd kill 200 people. Well, he was, this guy was a, just a private plane, so, you know, I mean. Well, I, I said he had 200 passengers. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, 200. He said he landed the plane with 200 passengers on it, yes. Minutes. 200 people would have been dead, and it's all from the shot. World, worldwide uh, phenomenon of sudden death, the level of denial and deception in my, is mind-boggling. The, world, uh, the word increasingly strikes fear into the hearts of many as they watch young and healthy people abruptly drop dead, just as Damien Hamlin did before the national audience. Unlike most, he had medical help immediately after he collapsed. The quote below comes from January 2nd, 2023, Rossman Report's story. According to their poll, nearly half of Americans think COVID-19 vaccines may be to blame for many unexplained deaths, and more than a quarter say someone they know could be among the victims. Uh, later on January 29, 2023, entertainment MIT professor uh, and respected expert on drug safety analyst Dr. Retsif Levi placed a video on his Twitter, and he calls for the immediate suspension of all mRNA injections. Here are some of the words introducing the video. 
The evidence is mounting, and it's indestructibly that the mRNA vaccines causes serious harm, including death, especially among young people. We have to stop giving them immediately. Okay, and that's indisputable, and that's and that MIT is MIT, and that's a really big, fancy college MIT is. And that's indisputable, but go on with this other part of it. Here's a quote taken from Dr. Levi's video. I believe that the cultivated evidence is collusion, conclusive. conclusive and indeed confirms our concerns that mRNA vaccines indeed cause sudden cardiac arrest. Yeah, uh, the the evidence is really mounting out there. It, it, it um, like this says, it's mind-boggling how m- much it's out there, and people are still, you know, just ignoring it. You know, most of it's money. And but more it, and more every day, every minute of every day. Oh, it's really crazy. I was watching. They were showing some an excerpt from a newscast, and just news ladies reading her paper, and just all of a sudden she just kind of just starts leaning back and just falls out. Oh, my goodness. You know, but but it's happening all the time. That's not the only one. There's been lots of them happening on, on TV, and, and they come back and blame it. Oh, I had bad eggs today, and, you know, it's just it's craziness. It is really craziness what they're blaming it on. Let's see what else they oh have to say. Okay. Every day I see the, face, uh, the faces of children, teenagers, and young adults who have unexpectedly and suddenly dropped dead because the heart, of the heart attack, strokes, and other heart-related ailments. Yet so few are paying attention. The level of the denial and deception over what is happening is mind-boggling. The wa- worldwide phenomenon of sudden death has reached a point where we cannot and must not ignore it. For me, the words of Proverbs 24:10-12 compel me to state my case and warn people of the grave dangers. I began with a quote from over a century ago, Rudolf Steiner in 1917. Rudolf Steiner, an Australian philosopher and founder of the Satanic Spiritual Movement, wrote the following around 1917. In the future, we will eliminate the soul with medicine. Under the pretext of a healthy point of view, there will be a vaccine by which the human body will be treated as soon as possible at, at birth so that the human beings cannot develop the thought of the extent of soul and spirit. Metabolic doctors will be entrusted with the t- task of removing the soul of humanity. As today, people are vaccinated against this uh, or that disease. So in the future, children will be vaccinated with a substance that can be produced precisely in such a way that people, thanks to this vaccination, will be immune to being subjected to the madness of spiritual life. He penned these words 105 years ago. Then uh, take a few moments to ponder that. Also consider the fact that the FDA recently approved giving the COVID injections to babies and young as young as six months old. At, after including the Steiner quote in his book, J.B. Hickson wrote, One wonders what, the, what he, Steiner, knew and, and how he knew it. What did the demons reveal to him about Satan's transhumanistic agenda that would unfold uh, in earnest over the next centuries. I agree with Hickson. The miners, minions. Uh, the minions of Satan, revealed uh, their future plans to Steiner, who at the time was deep in Luciferian action. The transhumanists of our day talk openly about eliminating the God gene in people. They say they will reduce the uh, hostility. They, be, uh, they believe arises from religious passion. Steiner saw this coming long ago. Okay. Anyway, they, that's a, and that was a Satanist who predicted they're going to come up with a vaccine. You know, here's the point. Here's the point. I the level of stupidity. 
I mean, you know, forget about the vaccine part of it for a minute. You know, whether it's you go to a quick trip or whether it's, you know, just simply like ordering a special order hamburger through a drive-in window like last night, you know, and then getting mad when you, you know. They get mad at you because they don't get your order right. Okay, but that's (laughs) a level of, but that is a level of stupidity. And you see the anger there, like they got mad. Got mad because you would maybe question whether or not they had it right, and then inevitably they didn't get it right. They had an attitude when you try to explain to them. You know, here's the point. There's that anger that has been installed in them. They don't have the, you know, that that's not a God thing. That's a devil thing. And that's what they're being put into to America. And, you know, I can't judge the whole world because I don't live in other countries. I can't see but I know what's going on here, and it's not good. We're off the deep end, you know. Um, folks, you better get prayed up, and we're going to talk about it after break uh, time. You know, really, really bad things are, are here, but are also coming. And I'm, and for you folks out there that's had a vaccine, I suggest going over to Natural News site and checking out some of the things that, that he talks about, because at Natural News he does have some things that maybe you should take if you've had the vaccine. And so uh, one of them is NIC um, uh, and Curison. You take those two things. Anyway, go over there and check it out. Tell them where they can find us. We'll go off and have a break. And You can find all of our contact information, radio program archives, and mission updates, and uh, everything's over at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. We'll be back in four minutes. Don't go away, Pastor Dan will be right back. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Ark Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important information in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? Would you tell them? Well, most would. So what is the most important information in the world to all people, nations, and languages? The most important thing to do is to receive Jesus. But the most important thing not to do is don't take the mark of the beast because those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death but are eternally tormented in hell. Revelation 14.11 says, The smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image or whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. But how do you tell them? Give them the book, Miss the Mark. If they'll read this simple, thin, easy-to-read book, they will never take the mark of the beast. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them a shrink-wrap sets of 10 to give away. One set of 10 for 30, two sets 45, four sets 70 at prophecyclub.com. Miss the mark at prophecyclub.com. Miss the mark at prophecyclub.com.
we're back. This is Pastor Dan and Linda Catlin. You're listening to Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour on American Voice Radio Network. Well, <clears throat> folks, in James chapter 2, it's, it says, James chapter 2, 14 to 20 says, What is a prophet, my brethren, to a man say he hath faith and has not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked or destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warm and filled, notwithstanding you give them not the things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? Even faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Thou believest there is one God, will thou do this well? But the devils also believe and tremble. Will thou know, O vain man, faith without works is dead? Works is something that comes naturally. Um, whenever, you know, once you become saved, you start producing works. You know, that's why Yeshua said, you'll know them by their fruits, by the things that they produce. That's what he was talking about was works. So, that's what what it is. So you really, folks, you should all read all of James. It's only a couple of chapters, and it's it, you know it's really, really um, one of the best books in the Bible. If you can call any of them best, better than the others, so to speak. But pray about supporting us so we can care for the people the Father sends us: men, women, and children from all walks of life who've had a bad break. Come to us for help. How many uh, did you feed the last time? One hundred seventeen, Friday. One hundred seventeen on Friday. And so those are big, those are pretty big numbers. Wasn't it pretty cold on Friday? Uh, yeah, I think it was 13 degrees. Yeah, 13 degrees, and and we fed that many people. Um, it gets worse when it gets warmer. But here's the point: um, we we need your help for this. And for the record, I pray that you're doing something in your own area. I really do. You know, uh, there's probably people contributing to helping and doing this job. Because it's just not all homeless. A lot of these people, uh, here's a good example. There's one family that I'm hoping after. There's like six people in them. Now, people say, well, uh, some people say, well, the homeless are out there because they have to be. Well, this family was living in an apartment. The people sold the apartment, and so they evicted everybody out of the apartment. And because of previous past rental records or whatever, you know, they couldn't get good references. And so they're living under the bridge. Um, they got a grant, and they even got it. Now they're taking care of a, a grandma, you know, that's living under the bridge with them. And yeah, they're staying in tents. But they're lucky enough to have tents. There's people that need tents out there. I found, I discovered three women. Uh, I gave one man a tent the other day. I dug up the money and I bought a tent and gave it to him. And then there were three other women that saw me get in the tent, and they I didn't realize they were outside. And I could tell what they I said, are you outside? And they said, yeah. They explained it to me. Yeah, they're outside, too. They're not there of their own accord. Is there overflow shelters? The other thing called an overflow shelter, you walk in there, and depending on who's working, you can get kicked out for practically anything. anything. I know a 21-year-old girl that got kicked out a week ago, because she was having an anxiety attack and was trying to explain to them that she needed to know how to get to the bus station and everything, they kicked her out. That's not a way to treat people. Kicked her out, and it was freezing out and even raining. Come on. People, and like I've talked with people that that dropped off clothes and things, they said, well, is everybody inside? I said, no, not everybody's inside. And they explained it to them. They said, yeah, people don't like to be treated like cattle. And that's how, in most of these, uh, well, at least the one that I'm talking about, does treat people like that. Maybe on different days it's better than other days. Maybe it's workers. But sometimes some of those workers that you get in those places, it's like they hate homeless people. So they, why are they even there working? But my thing is, is uh, so we're trying to help them. And we don't even take care of the homeless. We're we're also taking care of just the poor, <coughs> right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, people that that barely have enough money to keep a roof over their head. They're lucky ones, but you know they can't also eat. And so we're trying to help all these people. The people that the father shows up, we get <coughs> so. 
pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church. We are the last hope for so many. And folks, all of us, all of us are responsible to care one for another as we are brothers keepers. All donations, no matter what size, helps. And the Father notices all donations that come from where? Your heart. Your heart, of course. If you don't wish to help with the poor, consider a donation for Radio Airtime. It's not free, and donations keep us on the air. So anyway, yeah, pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church, and we'll get right into today's, more of today's news. Let's go with this one. Third largest egg farm burns. Food prices uh, spiking again, and inflation set to increase uh, exponentially. Exponentially. In 2023, now that millions of barrels of oil aren't being dumped on the open market by Biden. Okay, and the part I'm going to explain the part about the oil, and then I'll let you talk about the eggs. Um, Congress stopped. You know how the you, the oil prices were being kept kept down, and as soon as I bring it up, I know you're going to know they was being kept down by the strategic oil reserve. You know, he'd tap our reserve oil and put it in the market, and it keep the oil price down a little bit. Well, notice it's up to three dollars. Well, it was three dollars. Now it's standard price. Wichita's three nineteen went up twenty cents. Well, it's going to keep going up because Congress, excuse me, Jip stopped Biden from doing that anymore. They passed a thing, you know to stop him from doing it. And so he can't no longer just raid the oil reserve without having a plan to replace it and so on and so forth. And so now he's not going to be able to put all that oil into the market, so gas prices are going up. Now back to the eggs. Okay. In 2021 and 2022, more than 100 food plants, manufacturing, and and processing plants were destroyed whether by fire, explosions, or even two plane crashes into plants, all at a time when the food supply chain was already compromised from the COVID lockdown. Compromise. Yeah, compromise. Compromise. <laughs> it is just a different way to pronounce it. Uh, some of those destroyed in 2022 were not entire plants or farms, but rather the destruction of chickens. Two examples being 1,746,900 chickens destroyed at Egg Farm in Dixon, Nebraska, and 259,000 chickens destroyed on a farm in Minnesota, both listed as 4-12-2022. An image sent from the reader on January 27, 2023, shows a carton of 18 white eggs, not organic, at 736 in Hickory, North Carolina, and uh, 1287 in Peabody, Kansas. For 18 For pack. an 18 pack. Yeah. yeah. Which add, add up to an egg, I wonder. That's a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, one, uh, one again in the midst of a shortage, this time egg specifically, we see news of a huge fire at a third largest egg farm in the United States on Saturday, January 29, 2023. The fire was so massive that 21 fire departments were deployed. Local reports indicated roughly 100,000 egg-laying hens perished in the fire. Uh, Via Daily Mail, in a piece titled uh, Breadline USA, 8 million Americans uh, earning more than 100000 a year are living paycheck to paycheck. Disturbing studies reveal as inflation continues to disseminate earnings. Decimate. Decimate. Yeah, take away earnings. Um, but, you know, that, that look, er, people earning more than 100000 a year are just barely making ends meet. Well, that's, that's a lot of money. Well, that's, that's a lot of money, but you also have to realize um that if uh, somebody that normally makes that kind of money, it's easier you they buy in higher categories. You understand right. what I'm saying? A bit different and lifestyle. So yeah, and so now they have to they're living paycheck to paycheck because they're still trying to live the same kind of lifestyle. There's disposable income's gone. What's disposable income? We talked about that before. That's the income you get to spend after you paid your bills and lights. Yeah, they don't have that anymore. Yeah, yeah, what's disposable? It's just, uh, do I pay this and then I hope it comes next week? You know, let's go on. 
Okay, on top of that, the avian flu outbreak has sharply curtailed the national supply of eggs, pending prices soaring in 2022. The national average price for a dozen of eggs, grade A large, uh, soared to 425 in December, nearly up 140% from 179 a year ago, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. More than 43 million of the 58 million birds slaughtered over the past year to control the virus outbreak have been egg-laying hens, including some farms with more than a million birds apiece in major egg-producing states like Ohio, oh, Iowa. Okay, so wow. let's go like this. They, 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 I've covered this before, but I'll just remind the people. Um, they claim the avian flu outbreak, and so the health department calls up the local farmers and say, okay, you need to kill your eggs because there's an avian flu outbreak in the neighborhood. Well, they don't get compensated for that, and in, in some cases, I don't know where, it, it wouldn't matter whether they do or not, it takes the, the egg-laying hens out of the market, but they aren't even seeing the confirmation of the avian flu. You understand what I'm saying? No, they want the egg, they want the chickens gone so they can't have the eggs, so that, yeah, so they, then they wipe out everything that you can eat with chicken or eggs, you don't get to make and have that. That takes out how much, that you, that's half American food source. Yeah, well, if, they they, just, if they just make the chicken extinct, they take it all out. Well, they want to make you eat bugs like they're doing in Europe. Yeah, York, exactly. You know? Then the chickens are supposed to eat the bugs. We're human. We're supposed to eat the chickens, not the bugs. The chickens eat the bugs. We eat the chickens. What's wrong with them people? <laughs> well, these are at least they want you to eat them. They didn't say they wanted to. But, uh, you know, so it, it's just craziness, but it's orchestrated. You know, there's been so many plants catch on fire or burn down or flu pop up. It's There's no coincidence in it. You know what I mean? Uh, if you ran the actual statistics of things like that, you would see it being an impossible coincidence for right. all these food manufacturers, not only just egg places, but all, but all kinds of food manufacturing places have just... Oh, they even attacked the baby formula plants. They tried to wipe out the baby formula. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they even... Wow. Um, These are the evil people, and they have taken over this country. I keep trying to tell you, you know, we are not America. You know, I can't remember which speaker it was I had on, but one of them predicted that Trump would be the last, last American president. Well, that could be very well true because I don't believe that Biden's a legitimate president. And I, they could come, come and get me for that. I mean, that, that's what they're doing. They're starting to crack down on everybody. We do have uh, a house that's trying to fight back at them. Let's hope that they keep them busy. But I don't, I don't see how any of this turns out good. All right, so let's get back on. Okay, Russia warns absurd talk of sending warplanes to Ukraine risk war escalation. Okay, and this is from Breitbart News, but we're going to we'll throw it in there. You know, they keep asking, Russia says, now don't do certain things or, you know, we're just going to consider a world war with you, you know, instead of Ukraine. And if that's the case, then that opens up to a nuclear war. Go ahead. Okay, officials in Moscow took aim at claims that, that the Western powers could take away could get, uh, away. could get away with sending fire uh, fire jets at, such as the F-16 to Ukraine without escalating hostilities with a spokeswoman from the Kremlin going as far as to lambaste the suggestions as being absurd. It comes from after French President Emmanuel Macron uh, suggested on Monday that the possibility of France sending some of its fighter jets to Ukraine was not uh, prohibited in principle, so long as Ukraine President Vladimir uh, Zelensky's administration could give assurances that the aircraft would not be used to escalate the conflict. That in itself is absurd. Say, okay, you're going to give the, your enemy the, your word that you're not going to use a weapon against him. That's absurd. They, it, once they have the weapons, they'll do it. Um, and so, you know, the point is, is Russia, and I'm going to skip the rest of this article, um, Russia um, knows how absurd it is. And they said, if you keep sending these planes, we're going to declare war. 
because that's what you're doing, you know, and and everybody knows it. And in fact, uh, Biden announced that last week the United States would send 31 Abrams tanks, um, which is uh, a battalion. But the point, the big point of that is, is number one, we've got to reburnish them. We don't have them to send, but it will take a little while for that to happen, probably a couple of years. So, but here's the thing that I want to really get to, and I'm going to tr- get into this, and I may have to take over. Okay, what happens when we run out of weapons to send? It's too late for NATO to win the war against Russia. Here's why. Wednesday, February 1, 2022, by Mike Adams. That's the health ranger. Okay. While the prostituted propaganda media absurdly claims that Russia is retreating and NATO forces are winning the war in Ukraine, the truth is far more sobering. NATO has already lost the war with Russia. Here's how we know. A land war with a major military power is a long, drawn-out slugfest that requires the sustained expenditure of enormous quantities of mutations and munitions, Uh, auxiliary shells, rockets, missiles, uh, small arms, cartridges, and so on. To supply these mutations, uh, munitions, uh, munitions, munitions, well, they will mutate you if you, yeah, okay. A fighting force needs to be backed by a strong munitions munitions manufacturing infrastructure or have huge stockpiles that can sustain the war while supplies are depleted. The United States has neither no sufficiently large stockpiles and no existing mutations munitions (laughs) that word don't like me. Munition manufacturing infrastructure that can keep pace with Russia, which at times has expanded up to 20,000 artillery rounds per day. The existing manufacturer in the United States can't even turn out that many rounds in a full month of production. Okay, stop, stop, stop it. Okay, what the essence of this article is, and it really gets crazy, it's just like things like, um, if you people that do black powder, you know that you put in you, you put in the black powder and then you put a wad in it, you know, and then you put the shell on top of it. That wad is made out of cotton, but actually munitions, <laughs> large artillery shells have that same cotton thing. You know where we get those cotton things that we put in them? From China. Oh, my. And China's uh, very, very far behind in being able to supply that. Um, we don't have the, 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 the raw materials. And if we had, even if we had all the raw materials to do all this without importing it from all over the place, we don't have plants even set up to do a massive thing like this to supply these weapons. Let and, alone. And what does it yeah. say here? It says... Uh, yeah, and let alone they have to have a labor pool that is sufficiently educated and motivated to work in the factory. Let's go with the last Oh, my part gosh. Motivated. You can't, they can't, we can't even get people to work at the local quick trip. Well, maybe the quick trips have better people, but... You, well, they don't the work. They show up and run the register. They don't want to stock the shelves or clean the shelves or do anything well, I, else. I re, no, I'm repentant of the quick trip because out of all of them, the quick trips... Um, are always yeah. stocked and everything. The quick trips are, but the... I, but I was just referring to the local places like, I won't even say Highway it. robberies. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so we can't... Here's the point. That's the same things going on in China, and or not in China, but in, in uh, Germany and other places. But um, we do not have... Um, you know, let's go with this. The Pentagon recently announced it would increase all artillery production... 500% to achieve the output of 90,000 artillery rounds per month. It was reported in the media, in fact, that factories to produce these rounds really don't exist, even though they want to do it. It says they're going to have to build the factories from the ground up. Now then, what it all boils down to, um, that we can get everything going by 25 or 26, it says, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, 
we're gonna run out of we're gonna run out of stuff. Uh, this is twenty twenty three. There's the point. What are they gonna what do? What are they gonna do in twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six? Well, twenty five they're gonna be okay. Twenty five or twenty six, but the war will be over by then because Russia. Well, because all the sanctions that the world's been putting on them for so long a period of time, they make all their stuff in Russia. They have the, everything set up to do it. America doesn't. You know, we have no capability to fight a prolonged war. We've sent so much of our stuff over there already. They've been talking about how it's worrisome because we don't have the stuff to defend ourselves. We will be. They will be fighting. Uh, America w would have to fight off an invasion from the personal guns and ammunition that people have. Yeah, it says Russia has the capacity to turn out this high levels of, yeah. what is it, mutation, munitions? Munitions. This year, they can do it right now, whereas we can't. No, and the same goes with, uh, um, it'll take them, because there's some top-secret armor on those Abrams tanks that's made out of depleted uranium, um, it takes them a couple of years to reburnish that armor and put a different type of thing on there. That wouldn't be top-secret before they send it to them. So, a lot, so where does that leave it? It leaves it with what kind of weapons they have left, nuclear weapons. There's my point. They don't have, the, we, America does not have the capability to fight a war, let alone, they said in this, this article, it says that if we, because they're talking about starting, you know, going to war with uh, China over Taiwan, it says that we would, we would literally, if we start a war with Taiwan, or not with Taiwan, with China over Taiwan, we would only have enough ammunition and things to last about a week. Oh, shoot. Week and a half. What do you do after that? Throw sticks? No. Use the only thing left in your arsenal. What's left in your arsenal? Nuclear weapons. Folks, this isn't going to turn out good. You know, the only thing that can stop this is miraculous, something from the Father. Otherwise, really personally, I pray for your safety of your family and your friends, and I do be totally about the Father's business because... I'm telling you, this isn't going to end well. I mean, come on, you know, we we don't have the capability. I mean, we're already out of arms, you know. And then, let alone the people that are in the, the that they're in the army, or a lot of them are all woke now. You know, the the military attitude has been more on training people to be unwoke, and a lot of them have vaccines and things. Well, most of them that are in any army have vaccines. And they are dropping dead in the army, just like they're, they're just don't talk about it as much as you know, because it's it's military people. But military people are dying, just like everybody else, flopping over dead. So we really capable to fight some kind of a war, little little uh, army that is perverted, and that's a fact. A huge portion of the army is perverted. There are transvestites and everything else. You know, we've seen how well that worked out for Joshua when it happened to him. They had some perversion in the ranks, and it caused him to lose a battle. And it didn't stop until he put the people to death. Um, but the point of the matter is, is, is God's not going to, the Father is not blessing America right now. He's not going to. The only way he's going to bless America is through repentance. And I think we're too far along on the path to Yeshua for this stall reverse. Let alone the elections are being stolen, are are clearly being stolen. You know, they in Arizona, they pointed out through Freedom of Information Act, they just found another 500 and some odd thousand votes that were all bogus, and but they're not doing anything about it. They're trying to. In fact, the one that they're trying to push, uh, Carrie Lake, that ran for governor, and the other governor, the other person that was in charge of the elections, won the governorship. Right? Okay. So now they're trying to prosecute Carrie Lake, um, find some way to put her in jail for talking about, you know, um, trying to take all this to court. Um, it's it's craziness. They stole the election. The election has been stolen. Yeah, because she won. Yeah, she won. Sure, she did. America is not America. You know, we have been stolen, period. So 
Anyway, Prayer Baptist Support in Wichita Mission Church. Tell them how they can donate. You can donate online, over the phone, by cash out, or by mailing a check or money order. And you can find all that information at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. Yeah, and if you don't wish to help with support, again, consider a donation for Radio Airtime. Radio Airtime is not free. We have to pay it. American Voice Radio has to pay their bills. So really, 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 really do pray about support and talk radio. And if you don't want to support our talk radio program, I pray you're listening to others also. Support them. Support the people that are on the front lines. Support the people that are out there trying to do the work for you, trying to warn you, trying to show you the truth. And But it's all about one thing, really, and that's about Yeshua HaMashiach. You need to accept him as your personal Savior, and you need to turn away from sin. You have to turn away. Remember, folks, there is only one true God. Who is he? He is your father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach, and he gave his life for repentant sins, and he rose after three days and three nights, and only through him, and only through him, is the way of the Father, and that's three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, just as he said it would be. Because he, he was asked, he said, well, can't you give us a sign? And Yeshua said, the only sign given to a wicked and adulterous generation is the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. That's not Friday and get out on Sunday morning. Right. And Passover is coming up. That's a joy. Well, Purim's first. Yep. When's Purim? Um, I think it's March 5th. I have to relook, but I, it's the first week of March, I'm pretty sure. Okay, folks, remember what? Always be a blessing to others and pray for the peace of Jerusalem, because when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you're praying for Messiah's return. Lord our God, Father, King of the Universe, asking you show Hamashiach's name, that Father, you would please bless and keep them, and that your face would shine upon them. And that you would be gracious to them and give them peace like no one or nothing else can. Till an hour from now, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. Y'all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas. 66851. Tune in next time from Messiah's Branch.